0: Hello, I'm Lori Wandra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to messages from the universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astral beings, those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wonder of Your Life Core. Today we're going into the energy of the February new moon, which is Monday, February 4th. It actually is also the evening of the Chinese New Year, and so I thought perfect day for me to tap in and listen to what the messages are coming in from the universe. So Happy New Year. It's a Happy New Year of the pig. That actually is the 12th sign of the Chinese lunar cycle, and it actually corresponds to the astrological sign of Scorpio. And uh, I attended uh, an overview of some feng shui. I'm not a feng shui master, but I thought I'd just share some of the things that I heard at this overview. People born in the year of the snake are likely to have a challenging year as the pig and the snake are oppositional signs. People born in the year of the rabbit and the sheep or the ram are likely to have very good years. And people born in the year of the dragon, rat, and tiger should do very well this year also. But it could be a struggle year for ox-born people. All other signs should be compatible with the energies of the pig year. And this lunar year begins on the 5th of February. So the celebration is the evening of the 4th, which corresponds to the new moon. So that's why I thought it would be kind of fun to just bring these energies in together. So the year of the pig is with the element of Earth, and it's considered a female pig year. And the attributes of that add a sense of simplicity and earthiness to the year. And I've been talking about planting seeds, how important it is to plant seeds uh, with our dreams and our visions and go into that state of nurturing. And so this aligns with the simplicity of being very simplistic of what you put out to the universe, what you ask the universe, and then watching for those messages or watching for validation watching for adjustments that you need to make, and then replanting seeds again. So it's a generative time. And I'd like you to think about this as not having to do everything right now because it's your only chance. It's being very simple in what you want, nurturing those things, watching for the growth or the non-growth, and then reseeding. So that's the cycle that the Angels and Guides have taught me that I just want to share with all of you. This is not a year to just scratch the surface, but it's a year to go into the depths of things. We have a lot of Capricorn energy. And as, as I've said in the past, we don't as many have as many retrogrades. Retrogrades are often that time where we can go in and be reflective. We don't have as many of those opportunities in 2019, but it's still, because of the earthiness to it, it's still a year of going within, um, finding what Is meaningful for you. What's meaningful in your life? What is it that you like or don't like, or you do or don't do? These are all things that the universe is helping us do to dig deeper for the truth and understanding. So I say it's it's a year of really understanding your truthful you, stripping away a lot of the patterns. The imprints, the karmic overlays that we have, and really discovering the depth of you, and in, in so many, in so many levels. So, if you like to dig, um, this is <laughs> if you like to dig, and like to process, and like to be in that space of pondering and wondering, this could be really a magical year for you. If that's uncomfortable for you, that this could mean an uncomfortable year for you because the universe is going to provide us energy and opportunity to continue to go into those those depths and again it is not the year to scratch the surface it's to go in into depth and that includes not staying on the surface in some of the relationships that you might be involved in it is to go to a deeper level and that also can be very welcoming you, you know what one of the things that i've also talked about is that just be aware that you can you can overly enjoy your senses this year that's that's part of that Taurus energy and uranus energy that we're experiencing is, is that we like to go to that place of comfort and i do believe that our senses are going through a, a heightened awareness again in 2019 some of the energy surges that they have been Showing to me or explaining to me have to do with our expansion and our chakra systems again, as well as just the simple senses that we have. And, and I don't want to diminish the how simple our eyesight is, or our hearing, or a sense of touch, taste, or smell. But um, we are expanding those dynamic, those forces into levels that might make more people more hypersensitive than you have in the past. So you can. You can um, overly want to numb those senses, and again, it's a way of breaking away those past behaviors or past patterns. So you just have to be aware, aware of that. Um, I would say to combat that is just to add time into your day to be aware of that, whether it's through meditation, whether it's through thoughtful contemplation of what you're putting in your mouth, your meals, your nutrition, those types of things. But things that uh, nurture you, be really aware of things that nurture you, the water that you're putting into the body, the clean food, the sleep that you're doing. Just be aware of what you're nurturing you. The other things that you can use is just that, uh, that place of love for music or sound, being out in nature, being around your animals, um singing, humming, the vibration is really coming important to us and it's becoming very powerful. I I know that when I do my sound healing events, the the light and the energy that I'm seeing around people and through them is crazy at times. It's magical. And that continues to evolve for us as, as we're understanding the vibrational frequencies of of the impacts to us. I'm always want to look at the um, kind of what's happening in the environment, right? And I'm, I'm drawn to what's happening And I, I I don't talk about the political arena. I I typically stay away from that, but I find it interesting that in, in our politics, we have two resources that are very combative. Um, And if I look at their signs one is a dragon and one is a dog. And these two signs are not compatible at all. In fact, they're in direct opposition to each other. And so based on their interaction with each other, it's obvious that they're at opposition. But some of you might be experiencing that on the personal level too. It's it's kind of being played out in our political arena for us to see and watch. But for us for some of you personally, it might also be playing out where you have people in your life that you're at direct opposition and it's an opportunity for you to heal some of those core wounds or the, uh, take your soul and your spirit to a higher level of understanding and, uh, communicating and I would say getting along with, but that's at the basis is learning how to be in diversity, learning how to be in in conflict in a healthy way learning how to have healthy conflict resolution while we honor each other's spirit and that's that's a theme i think too for 2019 for many people is being placed in situations where it's it's uncomfortable but it's a learning opportunity for you and i'm going to talk about just observing the observer here in a little bit but i find it very interesting what's happening and playing out in the in the world gives us clues as to some of the, the, the things that we're going to be dealing with or the experiences that we get to play out um, for ourselves. Many of us are in the space now of working through karmic releases related to core wounds and childhood imprints. And I mentioned that many, many, many times. It's the universe's way of bringing out the balance of power. And when I say power, our light, our energy, and just the understanding of how powerful we are, but it's the way of the universe to bring out that understanding of our power and balancing that. And we do that through shifts of our consciousness. So in the Chinese New Year, we can talk about the animals and how they can be in opposition. In astrology, we can talk about squares and T-squares And how the planets help create that conflict or that healthy um, edginess that, that pushes us through change or actually in some cases guides us through this amazing maze of obstacles that allows us to have the opportunity for us to find our best path. And I know some of you might not look at it as an amazing experience or an amazing obstacle, but... The universe is always giving us these opportunities to challenge the status quo so that we do discover the best of us. Even at moments it doesn't feel like it's the best of us, especially if you're being triggered, and especially if you're you're going through any moments of anger or fear or frustration. It doesn't feel good. But it is a, a great time for healing and a great time for that advancement. And a great time to go through that maze because we know if we get through the maze, there's freedom or a sense of accomplishment at the end. And that's kind of the place that we're in right now. Um, Pluto continues to have a heavy, heavy influence on us. And Pluto is about revolutionary change. It's about death and rebirth. So Pluto is also giving us that opportunity to find our best direction and often with that, there has to come a revolutionary understanding of who we are, how we are in the world, or there has to be a death and a rebirth. There has to be that that big shift. Pluto also can act as a purifier and it pushes us to clear away or clear up any conditioned responses and behavior patterns that we seeded, nurtured, and cultivated in the past. So we're always talking to the universe, and the universe is always listening to us, and the universe is always delivering, and that includes delivering on some of the things that we didn't intend to, and I call those unintentional intents, where we flippantly say something to the universe, and the universe plants it as a seed, and it comes back to bite us in some ways. Well, this is a time where the universe is helping us clean up all those unintentional intents that we may have placed in the past. And so if things are showing up to sit with that energy, understand why it's showing up. And if you don't understand why it's showing up, continue to sit with it because everything that's in your reference point or on your radar right now is, is something that has been put out there or seeded into the universe at some previous point. It could be a past lifetime, it could be early childhood, but now is the time where it's going to come up for you to, to bring that ending to it and to and to birth it or reseed it into something that maybe fits you better where you are in this lifetime right now. And again, if we think about these moments as purifiers and ways to push us through status quo, it, it helps us from a thought process that, you know, even as something is is painful is a way for us to clear up something that might be preventing us from being our best selves in the future you know usually with some of these things what I'm seeing in clients is that it's clearing up ego issues or maybe things that uh, an act of defense maybe out of our identity Um, many of you might be going through identity shifts you might be looking at leaving a corporate role and moving more into an individual role or a healing role. Or you might be um, in a situation where your children are grown and leaving the home, so you're not needed as that mother or father figure as much. So parts of those things are the identity, the the imprints that we have had in parts of our life that no longer are necessary or they've shifted and we're struggling or the universe is seeing us struggle with releasing those patterns because they're holding us back. And the universe is providing the gateways or the opportunities to clear that energy so we can shine and we can be our best forms of ourselves. So if you find you're in that category of shifting your identity and you don't know what to call yourself or you feel like you're in the void or you feel like you're in this in-between space. It's, it's part of the the energy that we're in right now that's creating this opportunity for you to re-identify or plant some seeds into truly an identity that fits you now. And part of that is pushing us to go deep in what's our truth. And many times our, our truth is is dictated or it is um, discovered through the external experiences that create an internal emotional reaction and it forms a perception or it forms a truth within us. But we're being guided now on this planet to reveal the, the truth for us, not pretend, not deny. And that can be different for you if you're speaking your truth. It certainly can be different for those that are around you that are not accustomed for you to speak up and find your voice. It's also one of the one of the uh, the attributes or one of the things that Pluto is, is helping us. It, it and it's not going to skip any sign. This is something that's kind of transcending over all of us. It's it's like pushing us to either take action or inactions because sometimes taking inaction is also speaking our truth. And so just be aware of of the opportunities that are coming up to shake up those patterns for you to find that, that truth within you. These types of events are not comfortable. I'm going to continue to stress that. They are not comfortable, um, but they are worth it. And they are a shift in our consciousness. And that's what these portals are creating. It's a shift in How we view ourselves, how we view the earth, how we view others, how we accept um, what's happening. And as we step into unearthing or being in that, we'll go back to the the pig earthiness and going into that depth of your soul, it's another layer of unearthing the consciousness, uh, the higher consciousness, the higher awareness that, that you are capable of. Facing facing the truth is ultimately the way out of any maze obstacles. You know, if you find that you're stuck, a good question to always ask is, "What's my truth?" You know, what's this obstacle, and what's what's my truth? Many of us, and I would say all of us, will have different dilemmas or different challenges that we're all going to be working on this month. Um, February 18th is really. How I look at it is the ending of the 2018 energies. It happens to be the first day we move into Pisces, but it's that shift in us. So we're still working through as much as I want to talk about this new moon and new beginnings and planting seeds. The reality is, is the universe is still showing us uh, clues as to old seeds and old patterns and old things that we've nurtured in the past that just don't make sense for us in 2019 or going into 2020. So a good question is, what obstacles are you working through? What is that thing that keeps coming up for you? And it might come up in different ways with different people or different events in your life, but it's there's a commonality theme. What's that one thing that Pluto is giving you lots of insights to? Because that's the opportunity to listen Pause. Observe. I, I say that having a good support system around you that isn't there to really tell you or advise you, but to listen, because the importance is is the inner work that you're doing. So not to be told what's happening to you, but to really experience your own inner knowing and the the own feeling as to what's happening. Because when you do that, it'll click in with you. You'll get this aha click as as a deeper understanding versus if someone's telling you and it doesn't it's not aligned with your energy it doesn't click in and when i work with clients when i do readings i watch for the energy shifts because it is about clicking in and locking in on the energy and if if again it's it's a lot easier to self discover things we like to do that versus being told and it's no different in the energy field also is that we need to observe it, experience it, have that aha moment, um, because that's the power of us shifting into a different level of, of consciousness. You know, the planets, and I talked earlier about Uranus um, being in that that comfort area. Right now it's, it's retrograde, so it's stepped backwards into Aries, and it's about to go back or forward again into Taurus. And any time planets shift into a forward moment or they move signs, there's an impact on that. So I would just say expect a little bit of fire here, a little bit uh, stronger triggers, a little bit of motion in some of the the areas that you might be working on. Uh, it's It's been... Um, you know, Uranus has been in Aries for nine years, so this might be stuff, again, when they're telling me it's core wounds. So it's it's things that you maybe have been working on for the last nine years, but it, it's also your core wounds, which are related to past lifetime, it's soul wounds, it's childhood imprints. The universe is just giving us, it's kind of giving us all sorts of opportunities to deal with this stuff, be aware of it once and for all. And as I say that, they're reminding me that we might become aware, but it might be something that takes you a little bit longer to release it or to change your patterns. This is the time really to become aware of it, to to declare it complete, to move through it. The reality is, is some of the discoveries that you have might just take a little bit of time to work through it. You know, as as humans, our humanness, once we figure something out, we want to be done with it. We want to just move on get on to the next stage of life. And in some situations, we still need to do a little bit of work or a little bit, um, huh, they're saying to go deeper, meaning that you might uncover something and that's just scratching the surface. So to sit with that for a little bit and go deeper, go into that cause or what created that, that, um, that early imprint. And to be honest, if, if you were imprinted by parents, you might not know why you were imprinted. It's It's got a bigger view to it. So uh, I'll use an example of abandonment. If, if you felt as a child you were abandoned, it's bigger than just that childhood. It's bigger than your family imprint. It's about universal. It is about past lifetime. This is the opportunity to clear abandonment through all time and space, going back, going back in your life, going forward in your life. But if you are a part of a collective that has abandonment items they're working on, you're also assisting clearing the collective consciousness around abandonment for all. So it's a hugely powerful time right now. Um, It is about us. It is about us going internal. But I want to remind everybody that as you do the work internal, you're also doing the work to assist the collective. So we, we can't do one thing without impacting another. It's just the law of energy and the law of universe. Um, and so if you're in that place of, I'm wanting to avoid something, I want to run and hide, or I, I want to revert back to some of my old patterns and old behaviors, that also is a collective consciousness. And you're contributing to that collective consciousness also about... Um, hiding. And I'll use an example. Let's say there's alcohol. If if you revert to alcohol as a way of masking or coping or dealing with life, and you find through this stressful time, you revert to those practices, you're contributing to the collective of all others that are also reverting to that pattern or that behavior. So we have collective consciousnesses in all sorts of areas of our life. And so steer in the side of clearing away that energy, surround yourself by healthy supporters, healthy beings that are on the collective consciousness of where you want to go or where you want to be. Um, Because it's going to be yet a bit of a a challenging, at least the first part of the month here. Again, we've got some squares, um, Mars and Uranus in conjunction are going to increase the the ability or increase the uh, the potential of explosives or uh, quick uh, quick anger, quick trigger, quick emotional things. So just just be aware of that. Um, and I would say to counter that is if you're feeling that anger, frustration come up, put yourself in a place or plan some activities that bring the the light and the fun. In, into your, um, into your, into your space. Overall, I would say February. It's it's a steady, um, it's a good month. It's a good month for us to work through things, um, to seek those friendships, those right relationships. It's a month to find peace with inner spaciousness and hard work. Meaning that um, with the hard work, you will get to that place of peace you will get to that place of feeling more in balance, of being more in your power, um, putting more quiet time in your day, um, maybe adding a little bit more meditation, but not to the point that it segregates you or separates you from being around people because it also is important for us to be around uh, those that are in our like frequencies. There's a couple key Astrological events. I just want to call out for the month of February. Many of you often uh, reach out to me, or you post things on um, the Emerging Energy group page uh, about restless sleep or you can't sleep at night. But there's actually five key points in February that where the Moon is void, and where the Moon is void, the Moon again is is about our emotions. And as we're working through some of this deep inner things, our emotions are getting triggered, that emotional body, that emotional field around us is getting triggered, or we are playing a role to trigger others. And so others around us might also be feeling that. And of course, we feel that first before it comes into our physical field. So our emotional, energetic body extends outside or away from the body. So we actually feel it. But February 4th, February 10th, February 12th, the 21st and the 25th, they all have moon void days. So the night of February 7th, you know, it starts about 4.14 p.m. and it goes until about 8.30 the next morning. These are all central time zones that I'm I'm quoting these times. But you should be able to get some really good sleep during that time. Um, February 10th, uh, from about 5 50 PM to about 7 30 PM. So it's a shorter window. It's like a two hour. You're not really going to sleep, but you might feel tired or you might experience, um, just a lack of energy on that day. And there might be some residual as you, as you go into that night. So that might be a night of restlessness is if you're processing something that day. And then that night. Feels restless. February 12th from 4 30 p.m. to about 3 33 that's a magic number a.m. that's a good time for sleeping. Um, the moon is void. February 21 7:53 p.m. to 8 18 a.m. the moon is void. So those are that's good rest night. And one more date that they're giving me is February 25th, and the moon is void, but it's during the day, 6.15 a.m. to 5.21 p.m. And again, these are all central times. I'll try to post this information on my um, Facebook business page, as well as the Emerging Energy page, so you don't have to remember them. But in each of these times, just to be extra aware and centered in your activities, because what happens in a void of moon is our emotions, which are a compass, aren't really aligned. And so we find it's a good time to sleep actually. But for other activities, it's not the best time. So if you're driving a car, if you're working with heavy machinery, if you're working on a scientific problem or a technology issue or something, that's where you're going to feel this brain fog come in. And so on this one day, February 25th from 6.15 a.m. to 5 in the afternoon, if you're in a workday. That might be one of these days that you feel particularly brain foggy. On the flip side of this, avoid the moon void time. These can be incredibly healing times for us because our emotions, our compass is calmer. And so that's where if we've done the pre-work of observing of Kind of assessing where we are, ready to let go, have some healthy practices in place with meditation, those types of things. During this void of moon, moon, we're more apt to release this, um, release these emotions. So that would be a great time to practice yoga, meditation, any healing events, um, working with positive affirmations or mantras. Those would be really good times because your emotions are kind of unhooked and it allows more space for the healing. Generally these are not the best times to start something new or try to learn something new. Now fortunately most of them there are in the middle of the night so you're probably not going to be learning something new in the middle of the night except for the one day February 25th. But it's when the moon is void. It, it is not a good time to start learning or or doing something new. It's easy to forget. Um, it's easy to forget things like where you put your keys, where your your purse is. Um, on these days, if you're out and about, just take your time. Be aware. Uh, be aware of all meanings and experiences. And I would say that not just during this time, but during the month of February, just notice that the universe is giving you the opportunities to practice the cultivating, um, and then receding for what your, your vision is. All right. And then February 3rd, which is actually today, this Venus enters, uh, Capricorn and your values um, are what you value in life, whether it's political, spiritual, intellect, or social, it tends to highlight those things that you value. So take action according to what you value and be in alignment with that. Um, so if if you're in a in a situation where you might not value what's presented and you're feeling misaligned, then just be aware of that. This is the universe giving us that opportunity for us to pay attention to our alignment, again, that truth within us, uh, what we value, and simply let go of the things or don't participate in the things that we just don't value. Um, the new moon, February 4th, you know, it, the new moon is always a really good time for starting new things. It's um, This is not a time to relax Even in that place of contemplation and observation, it is not a time to relax with that. It is to be very intentful as to what you are planting, what you are observing, what the universe is delivering back, and then readjusting. This is what I call doing, take baby steps or micro steps and be diligent, Um, be mindful and aware of all efforts that you put out because the universe is, is here to help us. So we've got the Mars Uranus square with Pluto, all, all these planet influences create a portal for us to move forward. And so I just want you to take advantage of, of those opportunities to move forward where you can, Um, remember to breathe. You know, sometimes we, we forget to breathe you know, then February 9th coming up, we have a mini portal, what I call a mini portal. They're saying it's, um, look for creative or ways to improve your life. And that might be in your home and your relationships, the education mark, this day on your calendar to do something new or something different. And again, that's only a few days away, February 9th, but Aries in the moon, um, we feel self-conscious and it might prevent us from trying something new, but I want to just challenge you. That's a great seed planting data, to put some thoughts out there uh, of areas that you want to improve your life. All right. And then February 18th, which is the day before we have the full moon on the 19th, but the February 18th is, is so significant because it actually is closing out the 2018 energies, creating the 2019 portal. um, It's a great time for healing and having compassion for yourself. And that's what the universe is going to be showing us, is just having that that compassion for yourself. It's It's a time that highlights the sensitivity that you might have with sound, vibration, music. So if you have access to those types of tools, that would be a great time to do some sound healing some vibrational therapy, some acoustic technologies. Also note that at this time, your imagination is is increasing. So your imagination may be increasing. So a great day for journaling, writing, blogging, those types of activities. But you, there, it's also got this hint of um, fear around rejection or vulnerability. And I think that's this time to clear up uh, that's why they're saying to plant some seeds. It's like to not be afraid to be vulnerable, to be allowing yourself to be in that place of possible or potential rejection, um, understanding the worst someone can say is no, and the best that they can say is yes. So use this day, you know, as the sun enters, as the sun enters into the Pisces is being aware of your feelings. You know, you've planted the seeds of something new, but just be aware of, of, um, of where you are in that place of vulnerability. It's an opportunity. It's a day of opportunity to raise your vibration levels of your life. So bringing in that healing light again, anytime we shift planets or we, we shift into a different, uh, astrological sign, there's, there's great opportunities. So I just want you to take advantage of that and then February nineteenth, we have the full moon, and this full moon, it's gonna be about really deeply connecting with those you love and care for, and I think this is a beautiful time to, um, if I say that this is truly the portal at the beginning of 2019, of course this would make so much sense as I'm as I'm channeling this, is it's you know it's one of these super moons. Um, because of where it is and its trajectory around the earth. I know it's it's known in many names as like the snow moon, the wolf moon, the hunger moon. But it's really how it's coming through to me is that it's a time for connecting with love and love of yourself, love of those close and personal relationships that you have around you. And so stay in that space of love and heart and heart-centered. It it might feel like there's some stress, uh, again, because you you just have experienced the shift of the day before February 18th. So some of you might be feeling stressful. But practice being in this place of peace and calm and maybe doing some simple meditations where you close your eyes and you just um, vision yourself in a beautiful place, a beautiful scenery. Maybe it's at the beach or it's in the mountains, uh, something that is very calming for you. But be in that place of love. February is known to be the heart month. I mean, we celebrate Valentine's Day. Um, It is, I think it's National Heart Month also, but also astrologically, it is a time where we have an opportunity to really expand the consciousness around love and loving and relationships and everything that leads up to that is showing us a different way of being a different way of being love a different way of being in love a different way of giving or sharing love and i'm talking about the gamut the the whole array of love to intimate love to friendship love to Just love your neighbor. But as challenging as some of you might be feeling February might be for you, it's also a hugely revolutionary month, and I hope you take advantage of this hurt energy that's coming in. I want to just pause, and before I close out this podcast, I just want to infuse this energy with love and asking all the angels, Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabrielle, Archangel Raphael and Archangel Uriel, the angels of the directions, just to encircle you and to hold you in this light and hold you in the experience, the experiences that evolve you so that you can be in your highest self. This is Lori Wondra, your Life Core. Thank you for listening.